Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 67, where we're discussing greatest hits from season 3 of Lost. Are you ready to tell me what you saw this morning? Aye. Right. So how's it happened this time? Come on, Des. You can tell me, I can take it. What I saw Charlie was Claire and her baby get into a helicopter. A helicopter that that lifts off leaves this island. Are you sure? Aye. Rescue helicopter. On this beach. This island, that's what you saw. We're getting bloody rescued. I thought you were going to tell me I was going to die again. Yeah, Charlie. If you don't, none of it will happen. There won't be any rescue. I'm sorry, brother. But this time, this time you have to die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 67 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And we are discussing Greatest Hits, a Charlie-centric episode. And really, in terms of character stuff, probably one of the best. Yeah. Um, because it's not just um, a small portion of his life, of Charlie's life that we hear about. Mm-hmm. It's kind of start to finish the best kind of highlights yeah, definitely. from his perspective. And it was a really cool way to do it because it really, it almost felt kind of like it was... Um, Oh, not eulogy. Yeah. Like when you go to a funeral, yeah. there's a eulogy and yeah, you hear all right. the best things about a person. Mm-hmm. It's almost like his eulogy for himself because Definitely. he feels like he's going to die, you know? So yeah. a very great episode. And let's just uh, jump into it here. So <clears throat> at first, you know, a group of survivors are all trekking through the jungle uh, to see something Jack is wanting to show to them. Mm-hmm. Um, he says they're going to prepare and be ready for the, the others when they get to the camp and they're going to blow them all up. Mm-hmm. And so they've got this plan in place to basically be waiting for the others and kill them all. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, um, once again, coming off the tail end of our last comment from the other episode, mm-hmm. definitely back to Jack, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, you know, assessing the situation and, go, you know, going forward, yep. you yeah. know. And that's part of what I love about this episode is it it does, like I said last episode, has the feeling of season one and two. Mm-hmm. It's a group, a really tight knit group trying to overcome obstacles. Whereas the beginning of this season and most of, I guess, yeah, mostly the beginning of this season, yeah, it was more separated. Yeah, you're right. You had Kate and Sawyer, you had Jack and Juliet, mm-hmm. and you had everybody else. That's right. So this is so nice. It's back to what the show is good. Right. You know, what's good about the show. So character bit, we see drive shaft, you know, just after they got started and before they made it big, they're broken down in the, in the street uh, when they hear their song on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, Charlie's just said he's quitting the band 
and they make it big, you know, right. and they finally get their big break. And it was real cool to see that. Definitely. Um, and, um, it, it was kind of interesting. I thought that Charlie's about to quit and how I was kind of thinking about how his life would have been so different had he quit, you know, had he quit, uh-huh. you know, um, and just, it was almost kind of, um, I'm probably reading a lot into it, but it almost seemed qu- very coincidental that mm-hmm. just at that moment, as he quits, it comes on the radio. Right. It's like almost like it was like preordained, yeah. And just like in that, that episode, let's see, when was that? It was way back in season one where he's in the confessional. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he says he knows he has to quit the band because yep. it's a bad influence. And he comes out and they just got their record deal. Yep, you know? exactly. So it's every time he's about to get away from that influence, something happens yep. that pulls him back into it. Yeah, I mean, um, if I'm looking at these two different, I mean, we've already said many times that we feel like this island gives people a chance to relive mm-hmm. and redo some of the things that you right. know did wrong in the past. Um, but I also kind of see the difference of the other, you know, our our real world, I guess, has more of a negative draw to it. Like mm-hmm. it's very like. You know these bad things are going to happen, happen, and they're they're kind of in place, and and, and it kind of leads you in that bad direction. You know, like a predominant evilness that's controlling. Right. Whereas on this place, it seems like there's a predominant good. good. Yeah, and it's almost like the people who have the evil side are the only bad thing about exactly. the place. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I that's mean, a good point. If I yeah. were making a comparison, I would say what they lived in before was closer to a a hell right. versus this is more closer to a redemption. Yeah, it's like these people, if I can form a thought here, um, before in the real world, they were in a, a situation and a set of circumstances that, that drew the worst out mm-hmm. of them. Definitely. It made it easy for them to be these really you know bad people. Mm-hmm. And now they've been put into a situation that's the opposite. Like right. All of the outside influences, all of the circumstances are for the good. Right. But they're they're battling against the the evil will of these yeah. people. That's built yeah. in. It almost seems, um, you know, in a biblical stance that these people are given a chance at a redo. Uh-huh. You know, like the world as as they knew it is in our world is kind of prone to to evil. You know, to mm-hmm. um, um, survival of the fittest type mentality. Yeah. Whereas um, I think. And not trying to go all, you know, yeah. pastor on you, yeah. you know, but it's like, it does seem like in this sense with where they're at now, they're prone more to love and, and to, um, redemption and pulling and together. Good. And yeah, good. exactly. You know, yeah. um, and it just, there's a big contrast between mm-hmm. their, their old life and this life, you know? Right. So, yeah, very good point. And, um, we also see the whole scene from the flashes before your eyes when, you know, Desmond saw Charlie on the street. Mm-hmm. So we see this from Charlie's perspective this time. So we know that actually happened, which is pretty yeah. big. Mm-hmm. We know at some point that happened to Charlie. Definitely. And when Desmond went back in, in time or whatever, when he had that flash, um, he was experiencing something that Charlie had experienced. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which is really, really odd. I mean, yeah. uh, to think, I mean... I, I was looking at that scene and I ex- almost expected Desmond to come uh-huh. up, right. but he did. He didn't, it, it, or he already had. You know, I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, it, it seems that's what I cannot figure out. Okay, two different things here that come to mind. One, either Desmond somehow tapped into Charlie's past mm-hmm. and experienced something that Charlie had experienced in the past right. along with him, mm-hmm. or you know, Desmond did actually come into contact with Charlie at some point in the past 
and totally forgot about right. it. Right. But either way, yeah, that's I mean, pretty interesting. Yeah, it is definitely. I I kind of wish it would have. Charlie would have remembered. <clears throat> Wait, I remember you coming guy, up to yeah, me, heckling him and said, yeah, that, yeah, saying that you know, I remember this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it would have been that would have been kind of a need to see because even mm-hmm. even in context to the story, it would have been kind of cool because then yeah. Charlie would have seen the connection from way back yeah. when. But it also gives us some information. I just thought of this. Okay. If Desmond went back in time and saw Charlie at that point, mm-hmm. this means that it didn't change what happened. Right. Because otherwise, when we saw that flashback, Desmond would have been there. Right. This It's like it never actually happened that way. It's mm. like Desmond was interacting with the past, but not changing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Hmm. Yeah, I I, I I thought of that, and I was trying to look at that, like the surroundings. Mm-hmm. And I, did we see? And I don't I can't remember. <coughs> I can't remember the the two. But did we see that it was for sure? I know he was singing that Oasis mm-hmm. Wonderwall, or was it Wonderwall? Yeah, Oasis. By, yeah, Wonderwall. Was it Oasis? Yeah. Um, we saw that, but was there actually the people that we saw when Desmond was standing there? I know we saw the man and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. was there? Was it still? Is that exact? I didn't notice that. This See, was I'm, kind of like he had just finished playing and there wasn't really many people about, around him. Yeah, I'm wondering if maybe Desmond's thing happened before, like it was same day or whatever. I, yeah. I, didn't even take, I wanted to take kind of notes of the clothing right. he was wearing. It was the same day, but Desmond had came up earlier yeah. in that day. Or it could have even been a totally different day, It could I have guess. been, you know, it yeah. If he's a street performer at this point, you know. Right, and this, this particular instance was tied into you know, Charlie running into Nadia. Exactly. You know, so maybe he remembered it for that reason. Yeah. But this was just one of many days where he stood out on that corner and played that music. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure why he would... I mean, we talked about this one when we first saw it, but I'm not sure... I, I would think that I'd remember some, you know, guy coming up to me and saying, mm-hmm. I don't know your brother, you know, something like that. You know, I think I would realize that, but... Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe now he will or something. Maybe at some point. I like. I, I'm looking forward to seeing if there is any kind of like, like repercussions or like yeah, if he changed, changed the past, something or another. Or maybe that's why he saw Charlie though. Now he is directly connected to Charlie's future. Right. You know, he didn't see anybody else in the past that's uh-huh. on the island. Only Charlie. Right. Which makes sense now that you know it's like he came back now now he gets flashed of charlie's future he saw mm-hmm. a little bit of Charlie's past now he's getting parts of his future so know? it's like because he had a connection to charlie in the past he has he's able to do things with charlie now. he couldn't do exactly. with anybody else yeah yeah had he saw jack it uh-huh. would i think it would have been jack that he was seeing parts of the future for you okay. know it's like you know his interaction there did change something uh-huh. it did cause something you know, and and so that's a great point. Like the whole reason he's mm-hmm. able to see these flashes of Charlie dying, mm-hmm. and not of anybody else, yeah. is because of that connection. And I think of going on, back in time, exactly that. And I also think that that's why Penny is looking for him. Mm-hmm. I think that there's something there that Penny got to see or experience and heard about because of Desmond going back, not because of what right. Desmond did before he went. If you get what so I'm saying. basically, yeah, by him. Let me see if I can put it in the words here. By him going back, um, maybe at some point he mentioned something to Penny well, about he, it having happened to he him. He mentioned tri- time tra- or going something happening to him to his friend, right? Which to yeah. me started that whole motion. Had he not went back, that was out the door. 
He, right. had, he had never thought of that before. I mean, before mm-hmm. he came to this island, you know, there was no reason to go, I've been here right. before. He or, you know, yeah. did this before. So they would have assumed Desmond's dead. Right. Lost at sea. Mm-hmm. But this friend goes, I had a conversation with him. Yeah, Penny, I had this conversation yeah. with Desmond you need to know about. Exactly. And so she knows something odd has happened to him at some point. Definitely. So I believe things are definitely happening now because of his experiences yeah. of going back in time. Right. You know. Yeah, but I mean, so far, though, we haven't had anything to show that him going back in time actually affected anything he did in the future past that point. So even though he went back in time and talked to, I think his name was Donovan or mm-hmm, something, some. um, that that wouldn't necessarily have changed anything in his life after that. Like no, Donovan I think it, wouldn't have I think it was a it. snippet. Mm-hmm. I think Donovan did remember it because it'd be like, it'd be like me. If I came here today, I spoke to you. Mm-hmm. But and I was from the future, right? And I kind of had this weird conversation with you. But then tomorrow I came and I was regular, yeah. regular me. Yeah, you know, I mean, the, the, our life would continue. Yeah, but then if something I'd ha- still be freaked out, but it would continue. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I'm saying, <laughs> like, dude, are you sure you don't remember coming back here yesterday? Or <laughs> yeah, I mean, or you know, I, I don't know. Maybe Desmond's the new new. Maybe at this point we don't know this, but maybe Desmond's um, after he left did know. You uh-huh. know, like the conscious of both, you know, came together, and he did say, "Yeah, that's weird." But I got, you know, I'm going on this. I got to go on this boat trip now because mm-hmm. of the, rela- the conversation I had with the lady. I have right. to. Right. That's what I want to know, though. Was I mean, did Desmond going back and having that conversation with with his friend actually change the past to where, from that point on, he had always had that conversation, like? Now, because he went back and had the conversation, it altered everything from that point mm-hmm. on to where if he went to his friend and said, do you remember that time when I came to you and said something about time travel? Mm-hmm. Would his friend be like, yeah, you know, or we'd be like, what? Right. You know, if, I mean, if he got, if Desmond got off this island tomorrow mm-hmm. and went back to Donovan and said, you know, do you remember that conversation we had in the, the pub about me going back in time? Mm-hmm. Would Donovan remember that? Or was that just like, it only affected that short period of time when he was actually back in time. I mean, I think he definitely would. I mean, I, my theory is that he has to remember it because that's how Penny knows about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and Penny's moving, obviously moved forward on it. You know, right. Well, f- but we don't know. I mean, because there's a lot of mystery there about um, Penny's father and how he might be involved in Desmond getting to this island in the first place. Well, that's true. But uh, I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I guess all my chips are in the basket that, he that is. she found out because, because of him of, coming back in time. And, yeah, that, okay. that's, that's just how I, I feel about it. Um, but another thing that is is interesting to me is that we looked at the woman at the jewelry store as mm-hmm. someone that foreseen the future, but she acted, and now I look back at it, she acted as if it already had happened before. Oh, yeah, I totally, I don't think she knew the future. I think she had experienced it already, so she yeah. knew what happened. So, So once again, that is something that's showing that, okay, Desmond had been there before and did the exact same thing she had said. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not supposed to take the ring. Right. You know? Yeah, which is a great point because that shows he's not reliving the past Mm-mm. at all. No. Because she knew what had happened exactly. the first time around. It's almost like a re, like a rewrite, a redo, yeah. not, a, not a going back he's in the past. He's reliving it, but like he still has free will within in the, in the confines right. of that. Of experience exactly 
So it's she knows what happened. He know he may not remember what happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, he he didn't at that point because he says because he what wanted do you mean? to buy the ring. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm going to. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, it's it's so hard to, to make sense out of. Yeah. It she is. knew she knew it happened. He thought he was confused, but thought he was living it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which makes. I don't know. It kind of. I had to probably sit around and think about how that would even match <laughs> up or how that could even make sense. Yeah. But but it definitely there's definitely something. I believe there's definitely some kind of connection between why Char, only Charlie and now Charlie and him are linked together. Yeah. In, on this island, you know, it's no matter what you do, does it's you know Desmond is going to be it, the outcome's going to be the same. Yeah. But he has this link because he actually talked to someone in that in the past in that past. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great stuff. So, you know, Charlie's walking down the street when he sees Nadia being mugged. And he stops the man and rescues her, and she tells him he's a hero and not to let anyone ever tell him anything different than that. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know if this is anything other than just a, a nice little, you know, connection to where they both happen to come into contact with each other in the past or if we're supposed to look more into it than that. I mean, what do you think? Is this... Are we supposed to draw much from this or is this just kind of one of those things like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we made Nadia and Charlie, you know, come into contact with each other sometime in the past? Um, I mean, once again, to me, there's no, it's not just a, oh, that's that's cute. I mean, it has to be. I mean, well, I don't guess it has. It don't have to be. But I, I, I want to think that there's something more to it. Yeah. Um, it's it was really, really strange. Now, now he, Charlie has had connections with two people. Mm-hmm. Um through i mean saeed you know i mean we yeah i would just i don't know it's just interesting to see and and um i never expected to see her you know yeah and but this is so she was in australia or no no not australia it was where was she at again well first she was in iraq well i know that and, and then, then uh, but we don't know where she went after that well obviously she's in um, now she's in in california or something yeah but, she's in los angeles that's why well, he was we're, going there. wherever Charlie was at. Yeah, Charlie, I think, I don't know if he was still where he grew up, but they had the London Underground signs and stuff yeah. up, so apparently So she was in London for some yeah. reason as well. I'm just trying to think of, like, the, trying to get the time frame, like, when, when she would have been there. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, because, yeah, we have no clue. If, well, him playing on the street, I don't know if we're supposed to assume. Was after. Well, he was playing, well, I guess we can't assume because he was playing Oasis Wonderwall that it was the early 90s. Either. Right. Yeah, but I don't. it could have been. I guess it's before he became famous because he's out, you know, a street musician. Yeah, true. I'm trying to get in the sequence of the the way they unfolded it, though, in the story would would, would have been after they made Biz famous and he was probably strung out and they had broken up. Right. Because, I mean, it was it was a boy childhood thing mm-hmm. and then the drive shaft thing and then, this you know, this other thing. So it's right. like, to me, I thought it was after. Okay. They had, yeah, so. That could be. But, I, yeah, I mean, he totally didn't seem like he was still strung out. Yeah, he didn't. That's I don't true. Know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We're just making more mysteries yeah. for ourselves. I don't know why. Yeah, I think we might be overthinking it a uh, little bit. Um, probably completely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on the island, you know, Charlie's making a list, and Naomi tells him, you know, that after the crash, Drive Shaft released the Greatest Hits album. Which is odd to me. I mean, the only thing we have regular, or we knowledge of his one album uh-huh right well no 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 he's he mentioned at some point them having their second album 
Well, I, I thought think. he said he was wanting to make his second album. He's like, you know, I got this song I've been working on. Liam. I, I specifically recall him making a comment at some point to Shannon or somebody. How do you get greatest hits out of two albums? Oh, I know what it was. Locke, in season one, Locke has the conversation with him. He's like, I personally think that Oh yeah, that's right. Such and such was a far better effort than your 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 follow second up. album, yeah. your follow up album. Yeah, yeah, but still two albums, greatest hits. Yeah. Well, they were just cashing in on the yeah, Charlie's that's true. Death, that's but, true. But, you know, I... it's never too late for greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Said has a plan to go to the radio tower where Danielle's message was you know originating from, mm-hmm. and allow them to use the satellite phone. So Juliet says it won't work because Ben is using one of the stations, the Looking Glass to jam all of the signals going out of the island. The station is underwater, and Saeed Saeed, Saeed believes he knows where it's located. So, you know, Desmond takes Charlie and, you know, tells him he had another flash, and this time he saw Claire and the baby get into a helicopter Mm -hmm. that lifts off and leaves the island. He also says that if Charlie doesn't die, none of it will happen, and there won't be any rescue. Mm -hmm. He's sorry, but this time he has to die. So, I mean, this is um, really exciting. Uh, this this yeah. really starts to suggest Desmond is having visions of people getting rescued off mm-hmm. this island. Or at least somebody getting into a helicopter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, mean, I, I, um, I half want to believe that, um, that if, if Charlie... Okay, so he tells this to Charlie. And I think, I think it's only because he only sees that because it's related to Charlie. I don't think... Uh-huh. I mean, I, I I almost feel like us, Charlie. If Charlie does die, Desmond's vision's gone. Yeah, gone. Right. You because know? of what you said before. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, now if if something happens, Charlie does die, and he still has him, then there's that, my theory's blown. Mm-hmm. But but um, it, I mean, and, and it's just a, it's a crazy, crazy scene, and it's thought. I mean, like Charlie has to sacrifice his life to save the two people he you know he really mm-hmm. loves. Yeah. It's just. Ugh. Yeah. you know it's just the whole the whole time I was thinking what the heck yeah you know I mean was I mean this thing was it like earlier is like Charlie everything and I made this comment Charlie everything he was trying to do to help Claire was what's causing him to die and right in his visions and mm-hmm. uh, and then I'm thinking so and instead of doing that this thing is like okay here's a big one for you yeah. Either you die and and Claire gets away, or yeah. gets off, or it raises the stakes. Yeah, to each see and every time, you know, go through with if it. he doesn't do it this time, I was figuring it's gonna be like, okay, either you die or Claire dies, or, yeah. or you know, or Aaron dies. Yeah, and it takes it totally brings that whole course correcting thing mm-hmm. to light because it's like, okay, you know, you're gonna die one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Now we can make it easier on you by saying, okay, if you die, Claire and Aaron will get rescued. Mm-hmm. But up until this point, it's kind of like you're just going to die and you're yeah. not going to get anything for it. Exactly. So, yeah, that's that's a really good point. And, and the, the comment you made about, you know, Charlie having this connection to Desmond because of that past, you know, uh, connection between the two of them, mm-hmm. you know, is really interesting because Desmond has no flashes about anyone else. No. He just has this connection with Charlie only. Oh, yeah. And I believe it has to do with that. It's the only difference between yeah. him and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just yeah, it just really is stuck in my mind like crazy. So he says Charlie's inside a hatch and there's a blinking yellow light and a switch. And he flips the switch and the light goes off and then he drowns. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, Saeed knows that the cable he found way back in season one was the cable that connected the looking glass to the island. Very mm-hmm. cool to see what that was there for. Yeah. I thought that was a great, great yeah. explanation. And Charlie volunteers to swim down and hit the switch to shut down the station so they can unjam the signal and get rescued. Mm-hmm. Just then, Carl arrives on the beach and uh, tells them that the others have moved up their schedule and they're coming earlier. They're not coming tomorrow. They're coming tonight. Mm-hmm. And they're coming right now. <laughs> and Jack and everyone are off to the radio tower. And Desmond and Charlie are off on the mission to disable the looking glass while Saeed, Bernard, and Jen, I think they were, they were the yep. only ones, stay behind to shoot the explosives and mm-hmm. trigger them. So. Yeah, that was another cool scene where um, Saeed basically reminds Jack of who Jack is. You yeah. Know, he's like, oh, you, you, you say you're the leader. Now yeah. let's like, let's see, you know, let's see you like you were when the day of the crash. Yeah. Take these people to where they, you know, yeah. for safety. Very good stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Charlie and Desmond are on the boat and headed out to the looking glass and Charlie gives Desmond the list he's been making. He's created the greatest hits list, the five best moments of his mm-hmm. life. And, uh, you know, Desmond says that he'll take his place and, you know, maybe he keeps seeing Charlie die because he's supposed to take his place. Mm-hmm. And Charlie knocks him over the head and stops him and goes in himself. But I, I don't want to sell that scene short because it was really great. It was you really, know? really good. Desmond just totally you know, decides he'll go in for him. Yeah. I don't know if Desmond thought – I mean, I think he assumed that he was going to die. But, like, mm-hmm. he may have even I – mean, because he made a comment, like a funny comment, like, I might be a better candidate for it anyways. You know, I might yeah. be able to get it done. Uh-huh. You know, but it was such a – to me, it was such a – amazing scene because it just shows like um just the unselfish like mm-hmm. just pure like um i guess like love you know yeah. for someone and and once again like this island you know it's like right in the real world i mean i don't know two people that's known each other for maybe i don't know dozens probably like 70 or 80 days maybe mm-hmm. you know that would be like I'll go down and drown for you. Yeah, especially when he's got his own things that yeah, he's, that even, make him want to get off that island. And Charlie even brought that up. He's yeah. like, you know, what about your girl? Yeah. He's like, you know, I mean, I was like, that. that's definitely something different about this island. Mm-hmm. You know, a place actually that I wouldn't mind living. Yeah, you know, no you know? doubt. And it, and it seemed to me too, I mean, you get the sense that um, Desmond is almost getting weary because of these flashes mm-hmm. and feeling this um, sense of needing to keep Charlie alive. Mm-hmm. That almost it's like okay, you know, I'd rather you not die, but I also don't want these things to get these flashes mm-hmm. to continue, continue. So I'd rather just go down for you, yeah, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, then we go back to Ben, and Ben gets back to his camp after shooting Locke and tells Richard that Locke had an accident mm-hmm. and that he wants to go and raid the survivors' camp now. And uh, Alex leaves quickly to let Carl know so he can warn them, and he says if he gets caught. Her father will kill him. And she says, is he my father? Mm -hmm. So she clearly has questions about whether or not Ben is her father. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I'm I'm excited to see like why she has questions about it. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's not because I mean, I think we all assumed at the, I mean, I know I've assumed it up to this point that there's obviously some kind of weird relationship there and she's aware of, you know, because she's not just a defiant child. And I mentioned that before. She's like totally like against, Uh you know, and, and, and I, you know, being a teenager, uh, at some point, I, you know, a couple of years ago and by a couple of years ago, I <laughs> yeah. mean a lot of years ago, um, you know, it's like, I remember fighting with my family, my parents and stuff like that, but not like yeah. this, this Th- is there's like, a weird relationship. Yeah. There. Like I honestly feel like maybe if Ben would have died on an operating table, 
Alex would have been like, okay. All right. Yeah. You know, because she <laughs> yeah. didn't even go see him before the surgery and it uh-huh. was definitely a life threatening, you right. know? Um, so I don't know. Definitely, definitely weird there. And, um, one of the scenes that, um, up before Charlie had left to go out on the boat with Desmond, that Claire and Charlie had was kind of yeah. was really good. Really great. You know? Yeah. And, um, she actually, they kissed for the like, first time that we know of. Yeah. Right. Right. And, um, and it was like, I don't know, it was just really, really good. I think, I don't think that Claire actually knew that this is Charlie's like death sentence, mm-hmm. but it, it was good for Charlie to have that moment. Yeah. You know, it kind of, I kind of thought he can get up from there and go do anything. Right. You know? Yeah. And I remember watching this for the first time. I was so sure Charlie was dead. Oh yeah. Because the entire episode is around him saying his goodbyes to all the characters, yep. him making this list of the best moments mm-hmm. in his life, you know, finally, you know, seeming to have this relationship with Claire that he's wanted this whole mm-hmm. time. And like, you know, we get to the end, you know, he swims through the water, comes up through the bottom, you know, and then there's two ladies come out with guns and, you know, He's, that's the end of the episode. You know? Yeah, which is crazy because up in, well, Juliette, Juliette said that there was an incident and that the the looking glass had flooded. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all, this whole time you think, and Charlie's thinking it too, he's just trying to get to that yellow light. Yeah. So he don't think there's going to be an air bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just, you know, so he's swimming up to get to this point and when he comes up, he pops up in this huge room. Yeah. You right. know, which would be a huge surprise. Uh-huh. You know, you're going. Well, didn't Juliet say, Juliet's the one that said it was flooded, right? Yeah. That it had been mm-hmm. inoperable, but she'd never seen it. And so right. clearly somebody was misinformed about the state exactly. of this hatch. Yeah, ben had told them yeah. that. Right. So that one, another thing to rack it up for Ben's manipulation, uh-huh. you know keep people out of there exactly. because you know it's, it doesn't even work anymore why do you want to go down there you and know? obviously that's the way people could, could communicate with the outside world and if he right. was trying to control that he'd say it's broke yep. it's locked on can't do nothing about it yeah very good I mean yeah just him getting you know it's almost like you're so sure he's going to die mm-hmm. and he gets to that underwater hatch and he comes up out of there and he you know, takes that big breath and he gets out and you're like you know what's going to happen now Yeah, because you know? <laughs> he's He's, you know, exactly. he's safe right now. I mean, I thought, I thought, well, maybe if he goes and flips that switch, it's going to fill up with water immediately. Oh, right. But right. still, I mean, you would think that he held his breath to get down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, which was friggin' a long uh-huh. way. You know, I was like, when he was swimming down there, I was like, oh my, I'd hate that. Oh, I know. You know? And then as he comes up, I mean, the whole time, like I said, I, or like you said, I was going, oh, please, Charlie, don't, you know, don't let him yeah. die. Don't let him die. Yeah. Don't let him die. <laughs> and it was kind of like, yes, he don't. And then. Chicks, yeah. they're women the, with the chicks with, with guns. guns come <laughs> yeah. out, and I'm like, Who yeah. are these people? Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I mean, they maybe just be some kind of Desmond. Yeah, they you may know, have been down there for people years, and yeah, doing a job, going, and then he shows up, and they're like, Frank, what, what the heck? Right. You know, so maybe he gets to talk to him, tells him the situation, mm-hmm. they flip the switch, they get yeah. out of there, done deal. You know, you know, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they they definitely are pretty intimidating. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's a very, you know, abrupt end of the episode. And it's like one of those episodes that you wish it would just go on you yeah. know, for another half hour. Exactly. And tell you what the heck's going on. Yeah. But we are at the end of the season here. Mm-hmm. I mean, on Sunday, we're going to be discussing Through the Looking Glass Part 1. It'll be an audio-only podcast. Mm-hmm. And then that will be, I guess, Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday. yeah Wednesday we'll be doing uh, Part 2. Uh, through the looking glass and that'll be both audio and video if we can get everything arranged and get the schedule worked out here 
Um, but yeah, we're we're done with season three. It's crazy after these next two episodes. That's crazy. Um, only uh, the only thing I before we end this thing, I hated that Claire didn't see the dry shaft ring in the yeah. in the cradle. Right. I was like, you know, because when we got the whole backstory on that, that that's like a yeah. family Dexter, heirloom. And Dexter Stratton, I think yeah. they said his name was. I was like, so is yeah. he like the uh, guitar guy or something? Yeah, it yeah. didn't look like that kind of like an heirloom ring. No, to me. I was <laughs> it was like, totally one of those pewter, you know. Yeah, I was like, that, thing was, that thing was made like four weeks ago, you know, yeah. but yeah. definitely, I mean, they played it up. But yeah. I was like, dang, you know, that's supposed to be Aaron's. And then Claire at that point would have said, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. Charlie's supposed to die. And here's the way I'm looking at it. From here, you know, after this episode, here's what happens. Okay, so Charlie don't come back. Everybody assumes he's dead. Mm-hmm. Claire finds the ring. You know, it's a big boohoo festival. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he ends up flipping the switch and ends up coming back when there's some huge reunion or whatever goes on. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I feel like we might have a few episodes where everybody assumes that Charlie's, Charlie's dead. Charlie's dead. Yeah, right. And, I mean, I don't know what Desmond's deal will be. Mm-hmm. Maybe he won't have any more things and he'll just assume Charlie's dead too. And, right. you know, maybe it was because I kept thinking this maybe Charlie was never supposed to die, but Desmond, like the whole sacrifice thing that we talked uh-huh. about so much, was supposed to allow it to happen. Go to the point and putting your child on the altar and saying, I'm yeah. going to do this. Yeah. Like this. I mean, he says, okay, there you go, Charlie, do your thing. And mm-hmm. he tried to intervene. But it was at this point, you know, yeah. it's it's been done. Yeah, and plus we know, you know, Desmond, the thing that's been brought up about him over and over and over is him being a coward. Yeah, oh yeah. So it's almost, this could also be a test for him. Exactly. You know, to say, you're a coward and we're going to put you in this situation where you have you know, to. you've got to get over it. Mm-hmm. So it could be a totally a test for him. Yeah, and I think in this situation, they both passed the test. Mm-hmm. You know, Charlie and Desmond. Right. So. Yep. We will see what happens. I'm looking forward so much to the next two episodes. It, it's too bad we can't do them as one episode because that's that's really how they deserve to be done. Mm-hmm. It's one huge long story. Um, but I think just for the sake of the vidcast, we should probably split them up. Yeah, because it would be extremely long. Well, that's vidcast. where I'm torn. I mean, I'm, I'm really tempted to just say we do audio only we'll see. For, the, for, the, for the finale. We have enough time. We could probably ask for some feedback on that'd that. be great i mean if you guys could i mean this episode comes out let's see here be um sunday or wednesday or wednesday okay yeah it comes out wednesday so yeah if you guys could get us feedback as soon as possible i might actually send out an email before then yeah but yeah because i would prefer to do this as one story yeah um but definitely not with video yeah so we'll yeah, see. maybe they say they would just prefer to have it as one story audio and then right and then we can do a video for somewhere in season four. Right. Either way, whatever you all want. It's yep. about you, not us. Sounds good then. But thank you all so much for listening. On Sunday, we'll be discussing Through the Looking Glass, part one. And until then, we hope you all have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at LostMysteryPodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at LostMysteryPodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.